actually missed an episode last week. My bad. But my brother's been in town for, he was here for almost a month, which was amazing. But it meant that some of work went on the back burner a little bit. So I didn't get a chance to record the podcast. But today we're picking up again with every other week, Monday podcasts. So today, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about moon magic and the different phases of the moon, what they mean and represent, the types of magic we should be doing at them, etc, etc, etc. All about the lunar cycle. This stuff goes so deep, which if you've been following me for a while now, or if you know me at all, then you probably know that this is all just the very brief beginnings of what we do when we work together. Today is a full moon. It's the full moon in Virgo. There is an entire ritual set up for you on Patreon if you would like one. I'll definitely link that in the show notes for you guys to check out. But that being said, let's just go ahead and dive right into today's podcast. So we're going to start with the beginning of the lunar cycle. And the beginning of the lunar cycle is the start of the waxing phase and it is the full moon. This is the first sliver of moon that shows up after two or three days of absence in the dark moon phase. The new moon is the most potent time to start new ideas, projects, in all types of new beginnings. This is a time when we should be dreaming about what we wish to create in our life, all of the things we want to bring in. Traditionally, magic at this time is obviously aimed at starting new projects and new ventures. This has to do with anything that involves attracting or increasing what you desire. Cleansing and purifying the body and the mind. It's a good time to do rituals that designate a sacred space. So if you have like a corner of your room where maybe it's not really an ideal sacred space, this is a really good time to designate that little area as sacred space. Any type of magic for inner harmony and peace. Again, that's just something we want to bring into our life. You can allow your imagination to run free and dream a brand new reality into being. This is basically the initial steps towards manifesting your desires. You're not actually doing things here. You're just in this dreamy phase of imagining what could be. When this happens, energetically, it's just time to really sit still and plant your new seeds of desire. What is it that you want? Figuring all of that out. What is it going to look like? What does it feel like? What does it smell like? During a new moon, it serves us to sort of assess where, what areas in our life may have some stagnation and breathe new life into those places. Or just really any place in your life where you want to really impact positive change. The new moon is a wonderful time for that. So the waxing cycle in general is really ideal, obviously, for taking action in the direction of our goals. 
once we're past that new moon phase and we move into the true waxing cycle, it's actually starting on the physical plane, the projects that we intended for in, in the spiritual realm. This is the energy of action. It's projecting our intentions outward, moving out of that dreamy phase and doing something. All types of magic around improving, gaining, strengthening partnerships with others, or improving physical health, general well-being. Super good time for money spells, a new job, a new home, bringing a new lover into your life, or increasing material items. This time is about more, more, more. The moon is growing and so are we. What do you want with it? We have the waxing crescent, which is one step closer to fullness than the new moon. Energies here are highly magnetic. This is a super constructive magic. During the days that follow a new moon, it's time to really anchor down into your intentions. Focus on one thing that you want to bring into existence during this lunar cycle when it's time for the waxing crescent. Whatever was initiated in the new moon phase is starting to form and we can begin to see it. This time represents a huge commitment to intentions. And then we have the first quarter where she is half full and bright, but we still only see a part of her. This is the time to sort of look at the challenges that you currently face and really make a choice on how you wanna move forward. This reflects the process of, again, actualizing those intentions, doing something in the physical, and then letting those plans unfold. The visions that you set forth at the new moon are now reaching their height of creative momentum. During the waxing gibbous, the moon is almost full and growing in intensity and in power. This is a super high energy moment right before the full moon that offers a ton of perspective. If you're in my private Facebook group, then you hopefully saw the live chat where we talked about the menstrual cycle and the moon cycle. I get my period at the full moon and the energy right before you start your menstrual cycle is also a super high energy, frantic energy time. So this time period for me is insane. If you didn't catch that private Facebook group chat, I'll make sure to link that in the show notes so you can check that out as well. It's really important, especially when you tie all of this together. This time though, right before the full moon, offers us a ton of perspective. With the lunar energy waxing into its peak, Things should start to feel like they're aligning. This is time to really ramp up the energy in your life and take massive actions. This is when you go after these things with your whole heart. And it can honestly feel kind of stressful, like any time you're getting ready to unveil something for the first time. This is the best time to perform magic on yourself or someone who asks for new beginnings, a more positive attitude, patience, understanding, self-improvement. 
it's time to look at all of the details now that this is almost finished and rework what needs to be adjusted to bring everything together before we come into our culmination. This is a great time for an extra push towards something you've been working on but may have been stagnating. And then we have the full moon. This is the only time that we see all of the moon, one side of course. Many include days before and days after, as many as three. This is the metaphor for fulfillment and completion. That's why the last phase, it's really important that you tie up all those loose ends. This is the culmination of results from the entire waxing cycle. It's the most magically potent day of the entire month. Spell work here is related to super important things. We should save all of the most important magic for the full moon. Pretty much any magic is favored at the full moon. Anything intuitive awareness, healing magic, rituals that connect you closely with deities, drawing down the moon, anything here is going to be amplified. So today we have the super full moon and we are performing a banishing ritual in Patreon that banishes any and all negative energies from you. It's really powerful and really amazing and it's something you can use when it's not just the full moon anytime you need that. So make sure to check that out. Then we have the waning cycle. During the waning cycle, it is time to release the energy of outward action. It's time to come back inside and align with inward reflection. Minor banishings can begin with the waning gibbous. This is a good time for cleansings to upkeep your home, office, garden, personal spaces, laptops, phones. This is when we want to keep things from mounting up. It's a good time to cleanse any personal objects you have, maybe your crystals or other magical tools, or again, just your space. Think of this kind of like a routine dusting so that there's no major buildup ever. You're just clear, you just keep things clear to prevent problems. Anything about eliminating negative energies and experiences is the main magical goal of this phase. Overcoming obstacles, resolving conflicts, removing the cause of illness. So hopefully you're starting to see that in the waxing phase it's all about gaining different things in life and the waning phase is about reducing, eliminating, etc. We can do money spells here, debt spells, eliminating debt. Where in the waxing phase, we would do things more like manifesting money, manifesting abundance. The waning gibbous phase is sometimes called the disseminating phase, which tells us how important it is to share the results of your efforts with the world. After the full moon, while the light of the moon is waning, this is time to consider what you need to release. During this phase, we should be reflecting on things that are blocking you from receiving your dream reality. Why are you not living there? What's in your way? 
we can pay really super close attention and tune into any energetic leaks or blocks that might be holding us back from expressing the actualization of our own truth, our own dream life. After all of the creative, busy effort from the waxing cycle, we have some cleaning up to do. We have to take responsibility for ourselves, any messes we've made, physical, spiritual, energetical, whatever, energetical, I don't know if that's a word. <laughs> we tap into the deeper wisdom of our cycles and anchor ourselves in these energies. Again, going inside. This is a really beautiful time to express gratitude to our ancestors, to spirits, to deities, to the directions, and ask for their guidance as you begin your descent of the moon. Energies here, again, are just really, really conducive to repelling, banishing, destroying anything that's unwanted. This is a wonderful time for introspection introspection and gaining clarity on what's no longer in alignment with our goals. And then we move to the last quarter. This is the last phase of the waning half moon. When the moon begins to wane and the light disseminates, there's a call to go within and do the internal work of seeking answers and heart-driven guidance. It's really important here in this last quarter to grant yourself full permission to become more committed to yourself during this phase. Relationship with ourself is really important here. This is a time where we have the ability to expand our consciousness about who we are and what we have created in the world and what we are creating. This can feel a little bit like a crisis because we get the sense that the end is near and that we don't have that much time to change our final outcome. There's lots of room for vision and prophecy if you're willing to let go of old attachments. And the waning crescent, this is the end of the moon's entire cycle. This is time to release what isn't needed and to let go easily. We should be present to the emptiness that comes ahead and remind ourselves that what empties will eventually fill. As we move closer to the dark moon phase, energies are more suitable for performing bigger banishings such as getting rid of things that have been absorbing joy from your life and draining your energy. And and then we have the dark moon. This is those days before the new moon when the moon is just at 0%. Some witches choose to not work magic here and to, to refresh their energy for the next phase. Others find this a great time for magic related to closure or bringing things full circle. The one thing to note here is that there is a really destructive potential to energy now. This and destructive magic, destructive doesn't always necessarily mean harmful. This can be used for harness 
to release karmic patterns that crop up again and again, like lack, abandonment, betrayal, etc. It's just important to know your intention here because, again, destructive magic can go terribly wrong. And if you're not fully in your magic, this isn't a great time to perform it. So that is your weekly podcast, bi-weekly podcast on moon magic. We can take this so much deeper, but this is a brief explanation of each phase of the moon. If you guys have any questions, let me know in the comments, let me know on Instagram, wherever. Out to see you guys in two more weeks for the next episode. Alright guys, talk soon. Thank you.